What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is a HeadGum Podcast. The theme? I want to play the theme. Uh, just sing it, man. The just, woman's work, you want to yeah. play that? Yeah. yeah. Don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, hold on, I got it. I got it. <clears throat> you can't hit the note. Oh, I can. Oh, listen, Max. Oh, can I tell y'all a story about freaking Maxwell? He's hot? Is that the story? I mean, no, it is like, that. Very, but like... Yeah. Maxwell, uh, my ex used to love Maxwell. Wait, who's Maxwell? Uh, the oh, singer with the. Get out of here! What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you say, we have a black man on the that. show. You gotta get your shit together. <laughs> like, like, we need bullshit before we. You, you ain't gonna fuck this up for us now. Okay? okay? Listen, I feel like I pushed the boundaries of black women listening to the show with Yo, this whole thing. I listen to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> No, man, listen, what? Maxwell was the first, I mean, I know Lenny was important, but Maxwell was the black dude with the fro, like the okay. nappy fro, but it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Got it. Women loved him. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to hit it before we start, before we finish it's this. It's hard. It's a hard note to hit. Oh, I got to look the song up now. Maxwell, he's the one, which song, which song did he sing? That was the, the one they, they making love woman, to? Yeah, yeah, when they yeah. make love, when they make love. When they make love. I will, oh yeah. I mean, listen, man, I like Maxwell with Maxwell. I think Maxwell tried to take my girl once. I ain't gonna say your name, 
But you know the Maxwell story, okay? And the thing is, if, you, if Maxwell tried to have sex with your girl, who are you yelling at? I'm, I'm yelling at Maxwell because Maxwell cool and like if Maxwell tried to have sex. I'm saying, he, man, listen, you don't know, man. We black. Black people support black people now. It's cool. It's like we like food. We the Fubu station. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, three Negroes got a show. This listen. Is supposed to be the opposite of the Fubu. <laughs> Wait, but so your girl didn't leave. I mean, she didn't leave. But my thing is, if she, if, if it was a chance for her to have sex with Maxwell, I can't be the dude to be like, you got, yeah, I gotta support her. Ha- I gotta support her having sex with Maxwell. Exactly. Yeah, but I try to have sex with Rihanna, and I got a girl from like, look, this Riri. I mean, you could come too. Yeah. But we ain't gonna say no to Riri. Sure. So. That's right. I listen to Matchbox 20. Shut, Shut up, up, man! Stop it! God. I can't think of one Matchbox 20. Guys, we got a sponsor today. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> Don't act so. <laughs> what? I'm, ex- I'm excited. That's why I'm excited. Oh, that's cool. Listen. You know what I get excited about? What? When my naturebox.com oh. delicious snacks arrive at my doorstep. So oh, delicious. man, that sounds real mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So delicious. Because it's like, essentially, it's like, instead of having to go into, like, a convenience store or a bodega and, like, try to pick out the snacks that I want mm-hmm. and, like... I'm like stare like and there's cats everywhere. I'm like get out of here, cats. Are cats? Yeah, why the cat? Why are there cats everywhere? Are they in the bodega? In this bo- yeah, they're in the bodega. Cats in bodega. bodega I'm like, cats. is this sanitary? You know where no. I know it's sanitary? <laughs> snacks from NatureBox.com. Okay, but this is my oh, thing. Yeah. It's like I love snacks from mm-hmm. NatureBox.com. But this is the thing. Like sometimes I like my own snacks, and then I live with James, and James likes to eat my snacks. Hey. Like, can I get him his own like supply of NatureBox.com? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> that is possible. Uh, and there's zero chance of getting bored because they release brand new choices every single month. Yo, Yo check it out. New, new this month. What's, what they got? What they got? Mini cocoa Belgian waffles. What? Oh, that's yes. Amazing. Whole wheat chocolate chip cookie bites. Mm. 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 Delivered directly to your doorstep. Yes. Mm. Fun, flavorful snacks made with ingredients that you can trust. Right. Oh, yes. Not, none of those shady ingredients. You mean like the high fructose, high fructose corn syrup? Yeah, I, I didn't think they got any of that in these snacks. Yeah. These are ingredients you can trust. Plus, they've got a smart snack guarantee. So if there's anything you don't love, you know, the helpful folks over at Nature Box know and they'll replace it in the next month's box. So, okay, say I want to say I want to sign up, right? But it's like, man, you know what? That's a, like I don't want to pay for the first box. You know, yeah. it's like I don't want to pay for it myself. Okay. okay. Jira. Yeah. Listeners, right now, you can enjoy your first box of Nature Box snacks on them. Wait what? On them? But only at naturebox.com slash black. And only if you act fast. You got to act quick. You got to be quick. To get you got to hear it. Do it. it. Okay. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to head to naturebox.com slash black. Naturebox.com slash black right now to unbox a world of taste and possibility. Oh, my goodness. Sounds like a surprise. It does. One last time. Can we do it together? That's Naturebox.com slash black for your first box of Beyond Tasty handpicked snacks sent directly to your doorstep. Do it. We're going to get into the show. Wait, wait. Hold up. What? Uh, we should shout out Spreaker. Spreaker. Oh, yeah, Spreaker. Spreaker.com. Spreaker hosts uh, all of the HeadGum uh, Network podcasts, and we just got to thank them. Yeah. We got to thank them I mean, for that. Thank That's probably how you guys are listening to us right, right now. now. Yes. That's how I listen to us. And you know what? They hooked us up. They hooked us up. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know who else hooked us up? Who? John Swan. 
Oh, he, what did, he did a theme song, right? He did our theme song at John Swan Jovi on Twitter. John Swan Jovi. John Swan, <laughs> thank you so much for this theme song you're about to hear in your earbuds. Drop the beat! Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan, What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> so, so bad. Uh, welcome to another episode of Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. I am your host, Jonathan Braylock. I am Jerome Milligan. And what? Oh, hold wait, on, wait. Hold on, wait. James? James? James is not here. James the third Ladies is and not gentlemen, here. He is not here, but mm-hmm. we got a special oh, guest. We got the most special guest. Oh, we got a super special guest. It's the first time we're having a guest on the show. Oh, man, this is our first guest, and it's a lady. Mmm. Mm. Oh, and, so, and to make it even specialer, What's it's that? a black lady. It is a, it's a black lady. It's a black lady. Oh, please say hello. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> say hello. <laughs> I tried to do a drum roll, y'all. To the one and only Phoebe Robinson. Woo! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Phoebe. How are you guys doing? Uh, great. Good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy it's, you're here. Very oh, happy thanks. you're here. Because yeah. we always talk about getting a guest. And yes. I know we always wanted a lady guest in particular. Yes. But it's also really good to get a black lady guest because yes. I feel like we talk about a lot of racial things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, <laughs> you feel black, like it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but it's also like relations between black and white and like, and you're a black lady. So it's like, I want to get your, you know, we're, we're going to get there. We're gonna, there's we, so many we, things. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, uh, and and um, it, Phoebe picked the movie for yeah. this. And it was actually a movie we wanted to do yeah. anyway. So we're very happy she picked it. So we're doing Love and Basketball. Yeah. We're doing something special. So instead of... I guess, no, you know what? I guess it still kind of counts because New Line Cinema did this New movie. New Line Cinema, yes. I was like somewhat... I was like, oh wait, was this an independent film? And it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, wasn't. Uh, it was directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood. Mm-hmm. Um, this was her debut yep. like feature-length feature. directorial film. Um, she had done like... I think she directed episodes of like yeah she did a lot of comedies TV on TV and like I think some episodes of Different World I think and first off uh, Different World if you guys haven't started watching it I restarted it um, as an adult man and I think it's a really good show so check it out on Netflix it's on Netflix now it is on, yeah, Netflix. It's on Netflix that's Netflix exciting now. it's really good because I realized that there's no show like that for like my I hate to keep saying minorities but like man fuck it there's no black people on TV that like go to college. Right, right, and like this is—it was a spinoff of the Cosby Show, which was also. Oh, yeah. don't, yeah. Man, don't, don't say the c word in this. In this. Okay, calm we don't say down. a c word on the show. <laughs> we're not rewriting history. Yeah, it's a spin-off. I, no, you can, you can. We say it's a spinoff we're not, of another show. Okay, we can talk about. I don't know the what you Cosby Show. No, I didn't hear it. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't hear it. That I just, is, you're insane. I didn't say it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like. I never liked them anyway. I'm not gonna get into that. Oh, tell me, pull my. He gonna tell me pull my pants up. Okay, right, my right. pants already up. Cosby. Okay. Okay. You get to talk about your Cosby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Look, we're not talking about Cosby. We're talking oh, but this, but this movie though. Back to Eleven uh, Basketball. The cool thing about this movie though, when I was researching it, is that it was actually like starring a black man and a black woman mm-hmm. with a majority like minority cast. But somehow this movie became. You know, not like a black movie. It was like a movie that somehow crossed the threshold of like mainstream without even trying, you know? Totally. I think that's what I... So, Phoebe, when you saw... Did you see this film in theaters or you saw it on DVD Um, first? I think I saw it on 
DVD. Yeah. I don't know. It came it out in 2016 when it came out. Yeah. TP, what's the deal? What's the deal with black women in this movie? Because I feel like oh, Love and Basketball is like the black woman's <laughs> notebook. Because when I saw like every black woman's like, yo, we got to watch Love and Basketball. Wait, what did you just say? Because like Love and Basketball is the black woman's the notebook. Every black woman loves Love and Basketball. Right. Every white girl loves the notebook. Right, right. That's accurate. So like, sure. You think that's deal? true? What's the deal with yeah. this? Yeah. I, it's, just a, it's a well-acted film. The script is good. Yeah. Uh, and um, smaller dramas historically tend to do well with women mm-hmm. right. uh, because they tend to have uh, female characters who are fleshed out as opposed to just like, my yeah, husband's so crazy. I'm right. just going to stand in the corner like it's like an actual person who right. like, has feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, you have uh, 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 Sanaa Latham, who like Sanaa every Latham. every black girl loves. Boom. You yeah, know, Sanaa she's listen. amazing. So yeah. it's yeah. This was her, and this was also her her first, her first starring role. So right. I would say it's definitely it, it is starring a black man and a black woman, but it's definitely a female. It's a female driven driven yeah, yeah for sure drama, movie, which I think is also is incredible. Makes, makes it really unique that it's focusing on female sports. In a way that uh, I feel like most people don't know how to mm-hmm. demonstrate female sports. Yeah, very true. Um, and a lot of people don't take it seriously. Uh, just like that guy who what was the guy was the guy who worked at ESPN or whatever who uh, or sports. He, he worked for somewhere. Uh-huh. He tweeted about how. Uh, female sports isn't worth watching because he was like trashing the women's cup. Oh uh, my god, for real? Yeah. Wait, I didn't hear about this. He was trashing I mean, the women's. I, that doesn't make any sense because women's soccer in the U.S. is way better. Good. Right. They just won soccer. the world cup. They've, yeah, yeah, they won they the world cup won. again. Yeah. yeah, they've already won the world cup before. When did they win it? Like this is the third 99? time. Like, this is the third time. Yeah. yeah. The men have the never been won the terrible. World. Have yeah. we even? We've never even been to the world cup. I mean, no, I mean, never, no, no. Sorry, we've we, never been to the finals. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Oh hell. I feel like the the farthest the men's got first round. No, 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 they gotten past that, but they've never gotten. They've yeah. never gotten to like the semifinals. I don't know. No, think. I mean it's with two rounds. I mean, listen, like, I don't watch that much soccer, yeah. but I watch yeah. soccer when the World Cup. But yeah, so that guy trash sports, and then he's like, actually, no, w- uh, women's sports are worth watching. You're just like, go die in a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's absolutely ridiculous. So it was really cool with this movie that it was like showing a girl who's not like, oh, can you show me how to shoot a hoop? Right. It's like yeah, no, yeah. like she has her own agency. She can play ball. Right. She's got a banging bod. Right. She's smart. All of that stuff. From she's, jump not, too. she's not trying oh, yeah, to have her hair look super. Yeah, that cute. I love. That's great. Oh my God. That's great. Um, just like, so some background for listeners, and I did a lot of research about this. So, first of all, Gina uh, Price, by the way, she was an athlete. Mm-hmm. So, it was very important to her to like portray uh, a female sports athlete who also could have like a romantic interest and not like have to be uh she can be a human yeah she, she can, can be, be a human, human. She's, like right. fully right. fleshed out mm. um but it was also very important for her to like have the lead actress Sonali and be able to play basketball mm-hmm. so like it's this film has a little bit notorious casting uh mm. they like it took them like three months and like Sonali was always in the mix but because she wasn't good at basketball they like Gave her a uh, coach, like a. She had to ask for the she, coach. Yeah, she had to ask for the she coach. Had to That's ask right. For the coach. Because they were they were trying to cast. They were like they kept bringing in real NBA. Uh, not no, because uh, not it, it wasn't around. It was college. Yeah. So they they kept bringing in real college um, athletes, female athletes, 
And they got them acting coaches. And she was like, well, if you're getting them an acting coach, you should get me a basketball coach. Um, And then it it took them a while. And it took fighting from other different sides, not just Gina. Because Gina, it kind of actually... I read she didn't like. Yeah, Gina, like she Gina didn't get along like with her. Yeah, Gina, like <laughs> apparently, apparently the husband, the husband kind of made the final decision. Like, do you want a basketball movie? Or do you want a love movie? And right. She's like, well, I need to make a close up. So yeah, you can. She said snap. you can fake. Yeah, you can fake like a jump shot, but you can't fake. But a you close can't up. fake a close up. Yeah, which is true, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I should stop getting rappers and putting them in y'all movies because the rappers. All right, okay, okay. The rappers <laughs> can't act. They just rap. Okay, I'm gonna bring this up every episode because if I see motherfucking Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> or T.I. in another movie. Gerard doesn't like Tyrese. Yo, my thing is this. T.I. being a movie nonstop. T.I. is working. And yeah, I don't even understand crazy. what T.I. says half the time. You know what, Tip? I love your music. Nah, he's, he's never try to kill in me. anything good, so why do you care? Because that, because this is my thing. Wait, though, that wasn't small he in role, American Gangster? He's an American Gangster. He was, he, he was just in Ant-Man. Because the thing is. He like, was in you know, Ant-Man? Oh, he's in Ant-Man. He's one. Who he's gives one of the a shit about that movie? Well, let me tell you why. This is because because <laughs> seriously, there's, no. Because if you think about it, like sometimes you look back at like you look at back like at George Clooney. You're like, oh man, he had a very small role in this thing. Whereas, like for instance, you don't see like like it just doesn't have the small role yeah. or the one line in the movie to build his resume. Usually, he has to wait and struggle to get the one big thing. Where like, who does like Idris? Like Idris Elba? Like you know, mainly like do. black dudes. It's like you have to they do supporting can't roles in yeah. films before you get the the lead right. role. The bit, and I feel like those supporting roles now, instead of going to like the actor to build his resume, but that's it goes not to the true though. Who else? Who you got? Like who you got? We don't see. Yeah, like who we got? I mean, most of them are actors. Most of them are not rappers. Just like Michael B. Jordan. There's... Michael B. Jo- you got Michael B. You got, you got, I'm trying to think, young ones. Chadwick. We got Michael Chad, B. We Chadwick got Chad Boseman. Boseman. Mm-hmm. We got, we got, uh, what's the dude, Nate? Nat, Nate from, uh, oh, uh, from Beyond, Beyond the Lights. Lights. <laughs> we got. Which is a Gina Prince. I mean, my thing is, when I think about most of the working actors right now, I see Tom Common Boy. in a lot of movies. I see T.I. in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I see uh, with Kid Cudi's in a lot of movies. Now, I forgot what name he goes by um, now. Andre 3000. Uh, Andre Tyree. So I feel like a reason. Andre's been in two movies. I mean, he's got the biopic. Uh, right, that and the. He's done a couple here and there. Four brothers. But my thing is, my thing is, like, I feel like the reason we don't have that many, like, at least when it comes to black men, um, I won't say the same thing as for black women. The reason we don't have that many black men getting nominated for Oscars is because we don't have a lot of trained black men getting these good supporting roles, these good leading roles. It's always like, I, the minute I can name, like, the young ones. Like, but I feel like you guys do get nominated. How often? I mean, because last as one opposed we had, to As opposed to black women? I think for both it's the same. Like right. I don't know because I feel like I in the know. last couple of years we had uh, uh, what's his name from Twelve Years Slave? I can never pronounce it. Um, she was tell yeah. Asia for yeah. We had he got nominated for an Oscar before him. Uh, I'm trying to think who's well. Before everybody him? knows Oscar's so white. Yeah, they don't nominate people of color that often anyway. Yeah. So. I mean, that's true, but it's yeah. also it's like I feel like if we could get more people who are actually trained to do a job right. to do their job, then we don't well, have to worry about like. No, I don't think that. You don't think so? No. Because my thing is, like, if, I was, if, I was, if I was like a painter, all right, and I never learned how to paint, how can I be considered a successful painter? I think, okay, so I don't want to talk about the rapper thing right now just because there's no rappers in this movie. And, yeah, true. And true. Gina, Gina Prince-Bythewood is, uh, she, one of the reasons her films take so long to get made is because she has to fight these studios to, like, cast black actors in the films. Even now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so man. she had this whole... So uh, last year, uh, a movie came out called Beyond the Lights mm-hmm. that she made, um, and it was still a critical success. Like, 
it debuted at like Toronto International Film Festival, got a standing ovation. But she was saying that uh, when she took her script, and she had already produced two movies, both critical uh, successes, both Love and Basketball and Secret Life of Bees. Um, uh, and she took her script to like studio after studio, and they were like, they're like, you need stars in this film. And like, but when they say stars, they mean like at not, not uh, minorities because the the roles are too young and like kind of this is kind of what this podcast is about is that there aren't enough black stars quote unquote stars because they're not being groomed and not being farmed. She gonna get Michael B. Jordan? So no, she got she she got two <laughs> amazing actors to be in the film. But it's not Michael B. Jordan. But no, they're not. not well, Michael B. Jordan wasn't a star when she was trying to do this. Yeah, yet. this was uh, this was, was pre Michael B. This was pre Fruitvale. This was yeah. Fruitvale Station was what put Michael B. on the map and yeah. got him the. Oh damn! We yeah, gotta get more Michael Forts. Yeah, well, this is... But that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing now. Anyway, okay. So, let's just... <laughs> <laughs> get more First of all, I wanted to go back... I wanted to go back to uh, Phoebe's, like, first experience with this film. Like, did it... Do you, re, do you remember it, like... First of all, the concept of, like, black films. Like, did you understand what that was, like, 16? Do you feel like, oh, I... This was a movie for, like, black people. Or, like, this is, like, a movie for everybody. Um, sorry. <laughs> She's like, oh, the race is boring. <laughs> I stayed up late. So, backstory: I broke yeah. up with my boyfriend this past week. So, I'm no, staying at a new that. place. So, anyway, I'm crashing at a friend's place. It took me a while to fall asleep because it's not the bed that I'm used to falling asleep in. So, I'm a little tired. Anyway, so that's why I yawned. <laughs> not because of you guys, just because it took me a while to fall asleep last night. Um, Anyway, I think when I was 16, it, it was probably just felt more like um, just like a movie. A movie, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I saw it at 16, and then I think I saw it probably a couple of times like in my 20s again, and I just yeah. saw it recently again for this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like still remember like the dialogue when I was watching, like certain parts of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, I really enjoyed the movie, and uh, I wish there were more... Movies made like this, but yeah. it's really hard for people to want to make small movies yeah. anymore. That's true, too. Did, did you ever feel like, for instance, growing up, because I know, you know, I like comics or whatever, mm-hmm. so I know, like, when I grew up, it was like, oh, man. I never thought about it until I got older, but it was like, you know, if I see Batman, I never realized that I could never play Batman in a movie unless there's other black people, because, like, clearly you can tell. Did you ever feel like growing up, uh, there weren't a lot of people that you could relate to, or was it like, your parents, because I know some people's parents have, like, one of my friends, they only can watch, when they're growing up, they only can watch, like, black movies, and they only can have, like, you know, black statues in the house and, like, yeah. artifacts, so they know where they come from. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have a little cousin now where, like, she watches a lot of Nickelodeon, so she doesn't see a lot of, like, especially black women yeah. on TV. Did you ever feel like, like, watching, like, these shows, these movies, there was nothing for you to, like, like Well, relate? I mean, I think I grew up during, like, the last... Uh, or like the best era for black people, people. on TV. Mm, and there's just true. like tons of sitcoms yeah. and dramas and absolutely. I could pretty much relate to anyone. Right. Um, so like I loved the show Felicity mm. just as much as I, you know, love like a different world or like sister, sister. So totally. for me, because I was able to have both of those, I was able to just see people who look like me on TV right. and it didn't, so yeah, I think people growing up now were people of color. It's probably way harder for them. Mm. Um, 
But yeah. Which is crazy, right? That's crazy. That's, yeah. that some, how do we regress? Like, that doesn't make any sense well, to me. Well, the UPN got... But the see, UPN went away. UPN is the same... So, here, this is an interesting thing, right? UPN... Because I'm with you. Like, I like growing up, I didn't think about, like, oh, True. this is a black show and this is a white show. Like, I was looking at Fresh Prince and Full House or Family Matters as, True. like, the same thing. It was just yeah. sitcoms True. on TV. So, you had, like, you had, like, something like Home Improvement yeah, or Step by Step. Too. But yeah, but you also had like yeah, exactly like Keenan and Kel. You had the Cosby Show. You know, you had Don't a different say world. It. I know. I'm not about out. to say you said oh, the C word. Okay. I'm staring oh, at him. Oh my god! I'm staring over saying the C word <laughs> in here. Okay. <laughs> but you you had these shows with like black black families. Like mm-hmm. even even a little bit later, with like the the Wayne's Brothers show, my wife and kids, uh, my wife and kids, mm-hmm. um, DL Hughley show, and so like. But then I remember. I remember. I think it was in. I don't know if it was middle school or high school. Where I realized, some like somebody told me, like I grew up in like a white suburb, and like somebody, like one of my friends was like, "Oh yeah, UPN is the Black Network," and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's where all like the Black people shows are." And I realized I was like, "Oh right, they had like Sister Sister, and they had everything, Kim, dude. you know, Martin, right, Homeboys and Outer Space." Was on Fox. Oh sorry, they had you say Homeboys and Outer Space, yeah. Man, I remember watching that show. Oh, man. That show was crazy. That show was not good. The Parkers, right? Yeah, Yeah. they had the Parkers. To Um, me, the black television ended when... What was that show? Girlfriends. Girlfriends was on UPN, and then UPN merged into uh, CW with Warner Brothers. And once Girlfriends ended, to me, that ended the reign of, like, the black sitcom. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was weird that all of a sudden it became, like... Black sitcoms used to be on every network, and yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden it got smaller and smaller, and then it was just like, the black sitcoms that were on this network were just reruns on UPN, and then UPN was the only one producing black. And so, I didn't even realize this until Gerard brought it up when we started doing this podcast, but New Light Cinema oh, they did is like movie. the black production company of mm-hmm. Hollywood. If yeah. you look back at New Light Cinema, like most of like the films Friday. That- yeah, they're Friday. all it's all this movie, Cinema, Love and Basketball. This movie, which is crazy because I never again, I never saw like when I saw Love and Basketball, I saw it probably on DVD too. But when I saw it, I wasn't thinking of it like, oh, this is a black movie. I was like, oh, this is a like it was one of the if not the first like romance kind of movie oh, that I like. That's so cute. Yeah, you know, it's true. It's like one of like the first romance movies that I actually liked that I was like, oh, I liked the whole movie and I was like, oh, this is a you know what I mean? Like even like something like Titanic, I didn't really. I only liked the last. She gonna half. Garbage, she gonna help so. him. Why couldn't they share that? Uh, that movie's door? garbage. They could have shared that door. <laughs> she let that man. Listen, die. I remember there were two cassette tapes. I put in the second one because right when you put in the second one, that's exactly when the iceberg uh, hits, and that's why I loved. <laughs> can I, I make a watched... confession about this movie what? about Love and Basketball? Love and Basketball, yeah. Uh, I never saw Love and Basketball until we did this podcast. Yeah, that's messed up. Uh, you yelling at me for not knowing uh, who Maxwell is. No, but this is the thing I always Both knew. Both of you are worth listen, it. I always, I, listen, I always knew it was a good movie, but the thing is, like, I felt like I had missed the opportunity, so what I did was I skipped to Brown Sugar. How do you like, miss an opportunity when it's on DVD I, I forever? I know, but it was like, it was like no. all the girls were like, you got to watch a movie, and I was like, oh, man. I missed it. So I remember taking a girlfriend I was seeing at the time, I think it was like high school, to go see Brown Sugar, because I was like, oh, it's the same thing. They grew up. When they were younger and they become like in the same business kind of, and it both has an holiday in it. Uh, that's unacceptable. You're right. Me. It is not the same. It's not okay. This right. is much better than Brown Sugar. You should leave this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh uh, but I, I cried a little yeah. bit. I cried a little bit during Brown Sugar though. That's a great movie. I used to work yeah. at New Line Cinema. Did oh, you? Yeah. Uh, when I graduated, I, because I moved here because I wanted to work in film. Right. And so I did, I was a receptionist there to, when did I graduate college? So 2006. 
And then like a year later, I started working for their indie mm-hmm. production company and then that got shut down and then I stopped working in film. Right. Is it, doing stand-up. But, is New Line Cinema still around? I feel like... New Line is still is around. Still around? They, okay. they have a reduced slate, so I think they do eight movies a year oh, now, wow, which okay. is like not a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, they're still around. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what... So for, let me, let's just talk about the film just for a little bit. Uh, like I... One of the reasons that to me, this movie was different. It didn't feel like just like a black film, like a black movie. And it felt like a universal film. One, it's middle-class black families, right? Yes, or even upper-middle-class yeah. black families. And they don't... And it's not like a it's not like a thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even in... Like, I, I like I like the show Blackish. I think it's important that it's on ABC. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's... Like, they make it a point to let you know, like, we're now in, like, an upper-middle-class... Yeah, area you know what yeah. i mean it's like the black family moving in and and it was this was just like it was just like oh there are black families that there's a it's like a black high school with very few mm-hmm. white kids around but there's no like poverty is it not being dealt with it's not like this understanding of like yeah. oh this is new money or whatever it's just like it's normalizing <laughs> they live in middle, baldwin, black baldwin hills which is like the rich which is the black beverly hills i think baldwin hills it's in Los Angeles, and it's a shot with them in the car, and you see Baldwin Hills in the background, so right. you're like, oh, these people have Monday. Right. You know? One of the other things that I thought was important was that both fathers were in the home, even though the one father eventually... We <laughs> trying to take away my notes. <laughs> you're what? not James Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, give me those notes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yes, I'm trying to be... I'm nope. trying to tell the people what they need to know. He got just so you guys know, uh, Braylock had a notebook had that a notebook. we made him put away. That he no, took his phone no, out. On, Phoebe he took, threw he, took a, the table. he took his phone out on the low, but had more notes. He had backup notes in the phone. I was like, why does he keep looking down? And I was like, uh, uh he got more notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, <laughs> screw y'all. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm trying to be a good hard worker here. Listen, um. Yeah, but anyway, I, what, what did, you, did you guys notice that? Like, they oh, yeah. were like the both fathers were in the home. It wasn't like this. Even because I thought in the beginning, I was like, oh, oh, maybe this father's like gonna leave. Like, you could tell that the father was like Sounds cheating. Like something, yeah. But oh, you thought it was gonna yeah. happen in the beginning, and I thought it was cool that it actually played out over a long period of time. And I yeah. thought it added more depth to the story. It added more depth to the scenes between him and his son because it was like it wasn't just this stereotypical like you're a horrible father, get out of here. It was like. This father gave good advice, but mm-hmm. he just like himself. He was, was a hoe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was just an immoral person. Yeah. And like he couldn't he couldn't do better, but he he wanted his son to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. like I mean, I feel like any parent can relate to that, exactly. right? Like they they want their children to be better than they are. And do then as it's I like, say, do not as I do. Exactly. That's my mom. <laughs> my mom would say, do as I say, not as I do. I'm yeah. like, Mom, you ain't going to bed right now. But get your ass to sleep. That's what she used to say. If I was like trying to stay. Your mom has a deep voice. I know she used to get she used to get passionate like that. Boy, <laughs> she's going boy, boy. If you don't get, you don't get. She's country guys. Just you know, oh. super country. No, but I I think that movie was. I will say this: watching Love and Basketball, there was a couple of things that I thought might have came off corny, but I love the fact that like Boo. no, no, it was good. I liked it though. I did. I liked it because the poster is literally. Like the poster is them hugging, Gina, kissing with a ball in there. Like, like, yeah, it's perfect. It's and perfect. Next, the director yeah. didn't like the poster. I don't like it either. She didn't like well, the poster. Well, but I, you know what? It, sell, it sells Strike the movie. Two. I'm Strike sorry. Two. It sells the movie. I'm. 
I get it. I love the poster. I think the poster. Poster's great. It's I think perfect. the poster's great. I, 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 yeah. I, the poster that she liked, I saw. It's just like them, like it's like him behind her, and they're like kind of like holding each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's like a basketball like on the floor, and I'm like, nah, yeah, it's not good. Pass, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just not as good. I don't. That was like the one thing I was like, oh, I'm glad they overrode you on that. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, because the poster they picked, don't get me wrong, it tells you exactly. Like, if you didn't see the title, you knew exactly what that movie was. Two people who loved each other. And they play basketball. But not only that, I like the imagery of the basketball being over their head because there's like, like basketball was something that they had to overcome for their love. Like, oh, that's they deep. both put basketball ahead of each other at one point. I mean, that's one of the major points of the film. But he was the dick about it. Oh yeah, he yeah, was yeah, the dick yeah. about so it. So it's like, fuck you. I'm glad his career ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's true. no, that's true. Because like he is not like in that movie. He does some. Let me, let me take two it's points. A, this is a classic gender story yeah. in which... Break it down, Phoebe. <laughs> there you go. Take a, no, take, a, take a sip of water real quick. Phoebe, Phoebe's, about to, Phoebe's about to preach. Okay, so <laughs> this is just a classic tale yeah. in which most men, I will not say all, cannot handle when their lady is successful or has really good things happen career-wise. Uh-huh. So I get that she... Probably should have been like, come back to my dorm room and we can talk, even though I have curfew. But she for, did say that. Though. She did though. Oh she yeah, and he was he just like, yeah. He so he was go. basically a d bag. Yeah. Um, and then like he didn't give a shit when she was start. She got the starting position. It was just kind of like she's been there for you this whole time. Right. She like doesn't freak out when all these girls are hollering at you at college and you can't even give a shit about the fact that she's now starting. This is something she's worked for her whole life. So at that moment I was like, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) The classic guy stuff. Wait, but now I am interested though. I am interested though, because do you think if the role was flipped and like, she was going through like a very like kind of ground shattering experience that was happening with her family in her life. And he was like, sorry, I like, I gotta go play no, basketball. Because women are society teaches women to to stand by their man and support them, and we and they don't tell men to stand by their ladies and support them. Right, that's very true. I, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's very. But true. I also think that I also think that men get in trouble for doing the same thing of like putting work or putting like some other passion before. Well, I think that's also a double standard because it's like at the end of the day, it's like that may be true, but. I mean, it, it sucks because, like, that's true. It's like if you work more than focus on your family, now you kind of are an asshole. Mm-hmm. But in the same stance, it's like if if your woman doesn't support you, now she's the asshole. So to me, it's like it sucks as a double standard, but you just got to play that role. It's like you got to be a husband who is also there for his family. And it's also almost like if you're a lady, you're expected to just be there for the dude. But exactly. it's, it's, it's tough because I know being brought up, it was like I was brought up around a bunch of women. So like, I remember being taught that, like, I mean, I, I've been around women who make more. Like, in my family, like, my entire family, the women make more than the men in most of, most of the That's households. That's awesome. Which is interesting because most of the men seem very cool with that. But I know, I'm trying to think how I would feel if, like, shit was going to shit with me and my girl was just doing great. Because you want to be, think about if you have a friend that's, like, things are kicking off with him and you're still struggling, like, you're happy for him. But it's also, right. like, damn. But I, I don't, I, I mean... I agree that this happens all the time. I think in this film, though, I don't think that's what she was trying to say. I think she was, like, trying to paint this picture of, like, he was going through a very, like, hard time, like, emotional time. And and 
because of that, he just needed her to be there. He just he, needed her to be he there. He jumped quick, though. Cause but the she, but you're right. she I said, think, come back with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was being very... Yeah, and he was overly emotional, and he couldn't he couldn't handle it because he couldn't handle yeah. what was happening because it just happened. And then he started talking to that In the same scene. I know. I agree. Girl. That was messed up. In she the was, same scene, he, though. I, what I'm trying to say is I think that... I think that she... I mean, she realized, like, oh, I probably could have handled this situation better, and maybe I could have stayed out. I don't know if she could have. I think could she, she have? Yeah, I, I think there's a time where you're like, all right, I'm willing to risk this just a little, like, this one curfew thing. Nah. But she said, come, come back, back with me. She back said, come back room. with come me. Come back to my room. She said everything she could have. And the thing is, that's yeah, so crazy. She, that same scene, she walks up on him as he's talking to the other girls. He didn't even give her a chance. And then the next morning, he invites her out to Burger King? morning though i feel like we were tr- we were supposed to think that it like there was a couple of days and stuff that even, even, even if it's but like that's what i'm saying that she hadn't been there she hadn't like he just went through like possibly the biggest like you know moment of his life and then well me i mean the thing is like i feel like if you like for instance if your girlfriend something bad's happened and you're like hey come over and you know let's chat about whatever bad happened in your life like if, if something really extreme happened all you can do as a spouse to say hey let me try to take your mind off of it. Let's talk it out and let's figure out how we can help. And right. she did that in the movie. She said, hey, come back to well, my dorm. She had to leave before he like... But she said, come with me. She's like, hey, something's wrong. Do you want to come and talk saying, about I it? I can't. I, 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 need to be, I need to be outside. Like, he I need said to be, he didn't want to see people, but it's like, you're going to go people. to my dorm room. You won't see anybody. Suck it up. Go back what else to could she have? My thing is like, what look, other options did she have? What I'm saying is, he was you in take an emotional... it Omar's No, side. I'm taking. Look, I'm talking mm-hmm. about any person who's in a relationship. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. When there is a, when your partner is going through something very, very heavy, it's hard for that person to act rationally. I'm not saying he did the right thing, but it was he was going through. What, what else could she? I guess my question: is, What else could she have? Done? All she could have done was stayed with him. But she would have had to miss her curfew. You're right. She would have had like missed the thing, and maybe she could have explained it to her coach. Her coach might have understood. Her coach might have said, "Screw you, pick your boyfriend." He also was drunk, grabbing her ass and putting his finger in her butt. You know what I'm saying? That was a different scene. That was later scene. on. Yeah, that, well, I thought that was I in the think bar. How he in the handled club. it after was horrible. But when, I'm saying in that initial yeah. moment, he. She could have because they with were him, on but... the bleachers. This is when remember they were on the bleachers and they were talking. She looked at the clock and she saw a curfew. He literally just had been like. My father yeah. is cheating. I just found out that my father's been cheating on uh, my mother for, like, my entire relationship. And everything that my father told me, what I've built my entire life around, is all false because it came from a man who lied to my face. And right. she was like, yo, I got a curfew at 11 no, o'clock. She, <laughs> she didn't say it like that. That's how he heard it. But to me, it's like, I get that, but my thing is like, okay... She made her curfew, came back, and was like, let's, let's try to work this out. And I get that, like, you wanted it to happen right then and there, but it's like, I, I, they're in a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm with like, you guys. So she supposed to miss her. She supposed to fuck up her college career. Because <laughs> he no. wouldn't have did it for her. <laughs> exactly. He wouldn't have did it for her. Exactly. And he had that line, exactly. I never expected no, you to choose. I'm like, said, man, you I think he would have. I think he would nah. There's no way he would have, right, bro. Right, 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 There's no right. way he would have. Because my thing is, he already had that chick, the second chick, lined up. Mm-hmm. But that switch to happen, she was already waiting in the wings. You so know what I'm saying? Trifling. You know what I'm he's saying? Trifling. Yep. He's trifling. Nah, he's trifling. Nah, he time. was messed up. He was messed up. He was doing that out of anger and hurt. And I don't think he actually he cheated. He offered her to come out I, with them. I know. For he's bre- being, yo. Yeah, he was trying to hurt her. Yeah, he was trying to hurt her. Yeah, that was. Well, that was it was. Uh, anyway, I think we're just talking. 
It tells you how good this film was. It was. Because it really painted like a picture that was very realistic to me. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, this is like what a relationship, you know what I mean, like, is like. And like the pain of that. The pain of the breakup scene, I thought, was like, whew. I was, I I felt tense and like nervous and stressed because like, it was like, even though you could tell that they both loved each other, but they were like both, they were both kind of stubborn and like. And the, but they were also just like, oh, like this is it, like we can't fix this, we're just gonna let this go. Yeah. And you're like, damn, like, yeah, but he didn't try. No, he, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they shouldn't have broken up. Yeah, they shouldn't have, because it was literally no, she was I like, know, I'm confused at what's happening. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to a hundred dollars per day. Or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date. Or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. 
but the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. I feel like this movie is probably one of the only movies I can think of, like, five, well, a couple of distinctive moments where, like, this movie this is a good damn movie. Like, at the very beginning, because I feel like everyone who's grown up around the way has had this moment. You find, like, your, your girlfriend in the neighborhood. It's like, oh, let's kiss now. But you're oh, still, that, like, that but you're was still so combative. He was counting it off. Yeah. I was like, oh. And they start fighting right afterwards. Wait, so like, what? What was your first kiss like? Drew? No, oh, my first kiss was like not even like the best thing at all. Like my first kiss, it was with a girl that was older than me, and it was like, oh, y'all dating now, so y'all got a kiss. I was in like fifth grade; she was in like seventh or something like that. Oh, damn, Gerard. Nah, but it was like, but it was not even. It's not what I wanted at all because it was like, oh, y'all got a kiss now. So it wasn't like I'm about to get my first kiss, and it's like us hanging out. It's like. We're in the middle of a circle oh, of God. people watching us about Wait. to kiss. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, yo, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and I'm trying to pretend Sorry. like I know what's up. So it's like, <laughs> tell me about, tell me about. Yeah. yo, I, yeah, yeah, I want to tell you. I know you were you. in the middle of a circle and oh. people were watching you. Oh, it was like, it was like, it was like, I would never get it. Cause where I sat in my classroom, I sat near a chalkboard. Yeah. And so the girl I was in at the time, or whatever you call it in high school, will always write notes on the wall. Yeah. So like anytime I came back to my seat, it'd be like a little note on the wall or whatever. So it was like... Wait, wasn't this girl in seventh grade? Yeah, but like the way my... I went to like a very small school. Okay. So it was like um, my homeroom, you know, we would leave and then that room would become like the English room Got and it. then whatever. So you would be there at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. So when I would come back at the end, it would be like a little note. And it was like, oh, hang around like in the backyard... Me and my boy went in the backyard, and it's like her and her friend, but then it's like her and her friend, then their friend, then our other boy came. So now it's like this whole thing. Yo, this is like yeah, it a, was a PG thing. Eyes Wide Shut thing. Yeah, it yeah. was like crazy. So it wasn't, for me, it wasn't the best, like, like exciting kiss it, time. Kiss it, kiss it, kiss yeah, it. yeah. And it's like, like, and, it's oh. like uh, uh, and, you, and the thing is, if I did it bad, and now I got the older people making fun of me, because like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Oh, wow, that's traumatic. Yo, and it was, yeah, and man. You, yeah, it was no like, wonder you it was, it was kiss girls today. Yeah, it's like, I'll put people in the mouth like that, man. It's like, I got it. Like, that's Mouth uh, anxiety. What was, your, what, was your, hey, what was yours like, baby? Yeah, Um, I was like freshman in college. It was really Yo, late. Me, me too. Really? So My I, first kiss was, yeah. uh, I'm like, tell <laughs> My first kiss was, um, was for a scene in a short, in a like a student film. Uh, Phoebe, you go. Yeah, you go. No <laughs> way. Jules was like, huh, we will come back to that. Phoebe, tell me yours. No, I mean, I, so I went to like a predominantly white high school. So like I never got asked right. out or anything. So I ended up going to like Pride Institute and I liked this guy, but then he had this girlfriend. So he was like, oh, you should hang out with my friends. So like we hung out. He was like really nice. And then like we kissed and I was just kind of like, all right, like. <laughs> Like, this is how it happened. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was, like, nothing remarkable. I'm sorry. I wish it was, like, the, more the, exciting. The play around and fight after. Yeah, but I was just like, you're not you're your like, friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're you not the one go. I want. You're not the one I want. That's hilarious. And you kiss somebody for a movie? For a student. It was just, like, a student film. At, Did you I get went a boner? To NYU. What? Did you get a boner? Did you? I don't remember. I don't think so. That's so awkward when you get a boner when you kiss somebody for like a project or a movie or something. It's like, yo, I'm sorry. I don't know. But then also, if you don't, 
It's offensive, right? Right. If you just like a mad chill, you're like, what? So I'm not cute at all. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like there's no way to win. So you need to have like a half chub. Yeah. Nobody okay. Okay. Dude. You got to control the chub. They, okay. There you go. Control the chub. <laughs> the what? No, listen. Listen, because you know how sometimes like if you dance with, oh my God. Oh. Snaps oh, over high I school. I definitely got when you dance with somebody. When I was in high school dancing with girls. Yeah, but it was like. But the thing is that sometimes I heard some of my female friends make fun of the dude with the with the heart on. So it's like you got to control the chub. Like you got to let them know you there and you present. But you're not just a freak with a heart. Joe, on I heard you just like tuck underneath your like. Oh, waistband. oh yeah, I touch it in the waistband all the time. How do you do that? Oh, because what you got to do? You want you want to explain it? Because I I perfected it's, this. I don't, I don't know what details so you, you need to talk about. I know. Some, it's no. pretty self-explanatory. If, if you could do that, but what I like to do, because I went to a Catholic school, so you had the uniform, <laughs> so if you had a boner, <laughs> you had a boner, people could see you. So I put my hand in my pocket uh-huh. and try to get it halfway up, and then I would do a little little fake squat and try to wiggle it up so it's like perfectly tucked under the oh belt. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you can't dig in there, because you got a button up on, so you got to take out your shit. I didn't so. even... I, you just let you your chest, but you let your heart on... This, this it was there. It wasn't like it wasn't like comedically like sticking out. It, <laughs> it was like you, in you my pants. Try to hide. I know, but that's no. Awkward, but you know what's so Jonathan? funny is that I didn't really because I was just like what? Because in my mind I was like I was like this happens like it's like a fart or whatever like. Yeah, it's a I little know, bit of boners. Yeah, walking around with boners. Yeah, you walk around with boners. It's aggressive, right? but it's a natural bodily function. Right. But if if the person does not want a boner and right. you have one. That is an aggressive action towards them. <laughs> we get, like, if we were in a circle right now, like in the I'm hallway, not... all three of us are talking, and you got oh, a boner, bro. That's Why not you okay. Walk away? That's not okay. About, it, how would you, you would it, first of all, you can't, it's not like. Sometimes you know, bro. You know somebody got Why boner. Why are you looking at my pants? I'm not trying like, to look at your pants. Why you got are you a looking boner? at my like that? It's not like I'm coming up and like, and like thrusting myself. Onto my thing is, if you, every person I see. If you're walking down the hallway, I'm looking at you as a whole. And I'm like, hey, there's some <laughs> shit going on no, Gerard, with Braylon Pants. You have to be specifically looking and be like, oh, is that, is that a... Is I'm questioning them. I'm questioning. Is that a wallet? Does he have a phone? <laughs> what, 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 is, what is happening I to his remember, pants? I remember, I remember, I remember my friends, uh, I remember one of my friends um, telling me, like my friend Kyle was like making fun of some other guy because they were like, they were like, yeah. He's got a boner and he's dancing with these girls. Like, can you believe that? And I remember in my mind going like, oh, shoot, I do that all the time. Yo, but it's interesting because I remember there was a dude who was older than me in high school. He was like, I was like a freshman. He was maybe like a junior. And he was like, he used to rock sweatpants to parties just so like. That's just, too intense. Just like people. What was, I can't remember what he said, but just so people knew. So I had this philosophy and it's probably so dumb. Please don't judge me, but I kind of still keep it in my head. All you need to get through life as a man is confidence and a hard dick. That was like, to me, like that was the motto to get you through life. It's like, if you were scared, fake it and just pretend like, <laughs> get that hard. Like, it's so dumb. I'm not saying it's smart. That's what's wrong with men everywhere. <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you got to like be rude. I'm saying confidence in yourself and a hard dick. Because like, you don't want no man oh, that's yeah, not that confident, right? right? Confidence in a hard dick. Right. I'm not, say, I'm not saying smack somebody with the dick. I'm just saying it's for you. <laughs> it, the, the hard dick is for you, and the confidence is for you. How was Sanaa Lathan in this <laughs> <laughs> She is perfection. Oh, my God. Way. I She's love Sanaa Lathan, bro. So now, don't, what do you think? Because we were talking about, like, yeah, she had a couple of films after her, but, like, do you think her film career has matched her skill level? No. No, but, I mean, she stays working, mm-hmm. and that's the important thing. Right. I mean, yeah, I wish she was, you know, 
on a level of like Kerry Washington or Taraji. Uh, but yeah, I feel like, you know, she was in the Best Man Holiday. Was she in that? Wait, no, no, it was Nia Long. I'm thinking Nia, Nia Long. Was in, yeah. She, yeah, no, she was. She was in. Um, wasn't she? In, no. She, she was in Best Man. She she was in, holiday, she might have been because in one. Best Man she was the girlfriend of Tay Diggs that like was coming at some point. Right, yeah. right, right. I don't know right. if she was in the sequel. Yeah, but she she works a lot, and I mean I think most actresses of a color mm-hmm. don't have careers that match their skill level, right. and I, I think white actresses once they hit forty, their careers don't match their skill level. Yeah, um, yeah, with like very very small few exceptions. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, but yeah, for sure, because like she was in so she was in Out of Time, which is probably Denzel's worst movie. Oh, by I didn't far watch his, that. By far, his worst like movie. that movie is. Uh, uh, what new? What, what new? What, brown what, sugar, but brown sugar is kind of a black film. It is, yeah. It for sure is. It for sure is. It for sure is. <laughs> and she was in Alien vs. Predator, and she, she was, was the, lead. the lead. She was the lead. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, I saw it like when you do laundry at a laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw part of it. <laughs> she almost had sex with a predator in that movie. That movie was so bad. She almost had sex. With, she almost kissed a predator in that movie. Maybe he we'll like he scars movie. her. Well, that because the predator's black because he's got Basically, the dreadlocks. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. he he brands her at the end when they like team up together. He like gives her a little like acid thing on her face. Right. Oh, he claimed her. All right, That's any other better shit. movies than that trash? No, no. Like, is she working right? Like, what is she? What is this thing on her? So right now, damn, I mean, huh? she's, there's a movie called The Perfect Guy. Oh yeah, that looks good. Oh, but snap. that looks yeah, good like in a lifetime way. The Perfect Guy. Oh, the one with Michael Ealy. That's with Michael Ely. Yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, man, I love but me that's another, American, bro. That's one of those movies where I'm like, I think, no, that should be, that should be for everybody. I mean, the thing is, but the thing, it's so tricky because I feel like the guy who does those movies, I can't think of his name, the producer, um, he's she out of Atlanta. She was in The Best Man Holiday. She was? Yeah. I thought so. Because, like, that yeah. producer does a lot of, like, it's mainstream movies, but it's all black. Like, he does, like, he did that obsessed movie with, like, Idris uh, and Beyonce. He also oh, yeah, did, that, was, um, that was funny. Yeah, he also did Ride Along, the producer who's doing this new movie she has. Yeah. So I think we're getting into that territory of, like, black people producing their own, but just... Yeah. Which which, which is so sad. Like, that's what... So that's what Gina... That's what Gina Prince uh, Bifoot talked about was, like... It's like, nobody's making these films for us. Like, we have to make them for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But then Hollywood will brand it a FUBU film... Because they're like, oh, it's a black cast, so that means black people are the only people who are going to want to see this. And mm-hmm. and instead of it just being like, no, this is a regular movie. This is a good movie with a good script and great acting that has universal themes. And it's not like, yes, there were like, in this movie, In Love and Basketball, we haven't talked too much about it. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, there were like small like black cultural elements like the hair. Like, I love you know that I mean? part. Which I was awesome. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, Oh, if you don't if you don't understand this, you can't relate. You know what I mean? Like, black people have to sit through movies with like white like. And also, you just culture. fucking figure it out. It's just yeah, a movie. Exactly. It's, it's just like, a movie. look, I don't smoke. I don't smoke pot. Mm. But I've seen a like I've seen hundreds of freaking stoner films, and I'm like sitting there like I don't understand what's going on. Mm. I'm like, I'm, yeah. of course I understand it. Like, you sit through, you understand it. It's like, oh, this is a new kind of experience. Like when I saw the movie Trainwreck. There was like a joke about there was like a, some like period type of joke, and I was like, there was a specific to it that I was like, I don't know exactly what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but I know it's fun. Like I can from the cues of the audience that I'm sitting around yeah. and like how they're playing it in the movie, I was like, oh, I know that this is funny, right. and I'll probably go and ask like 
specifically, wait, what was happening there? Oh, that, oh, cool. You know what I mean? It's like the idea that you can't sit through it because, oh, these are black people, so we don't, we don't get what's going on. Right. It's so ridiculous. Well, but, people in power are always the ones who don't think they have to exert the energy to understand anything right. that doesn't re- exactly reflect their lives. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, when I wrote on Girl Code and I wrote a sketch, they ended up getting made. It's just about a, a visit to the gynecologist. And <clears throat> so the show is produced by two guys, right. but the writer's room was like uh, run by a woman. It was mostly just female writers and like one guy. Right. And so when she like submitted uh, like a, all of the sketches included my, that included with the uh, one I wrote about the gyno, the guys were like, I don't, they're like, I don't get it. They're like, why, why mm. would this be funny? And it's like, you know, you're working on girl code, right? Wow. Like, yeah. You should fucking look it up. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. It's I work, yeah. I work yeah. for the for the guy code, so that happens. Because there's no, for instance, for guy code, ain't no black people on the staff but me. And to Sean, do you shout out to Sean? Ain't no other black people. And oh. that, so it's like half the stuff, the sketches they do, I'm like, I like, but it's like, hey, hey, Ryan, hire a brother, Ryan. Hmm. Don't get it twisted, Ryan. I know, uh, I know you're going to listen because you listened to the first one. Yeah. Hire a brother, Ryan. <laughs> uh, there's a scene that I feel like was probably one of the most realistic losing of the virginity oh, yes. yeah. of all time. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, this movie almost got an R rating. They had to cut that scene back. So, what did they cut out? Was it they cut out thrusting motion? Yep. Yeah, it had uh, to be the thrust. The, the, last, thrust. the last one was a thrust. It had to be the thrust. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? The MPAA is so weird. No, because yeah. I feel like the thrust says a lot because I feel like anytime you see those movies, and it's like if, again, if it was written by a dude, it's usually like pounding. And, the, and it's always like, it's always missionary. And it's always like the dude's back. And you're just basically you're just looking at the female's face. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like first person. So the guy yeah. can be like, oh, that'd be me fucking yeah, Kate me. Beckinsale. Oh my god, <laughs> she's enjoying it so much. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. then also this this scene, uh, uh, the director had to fight for because it didn't look enjoyable um, once Omar's character like penetrated because it was her first time. So it's like it's that it hurt. You know. Yeah, it's that pleasure yeah. pain. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Those are the sounds that. Yeah. It's like that's what you. But do. it felt like, realistic. I, I think it's realistic. It's probably yeah. one of the most realistic, like losing your virginity. Yeah. Scene, and that like, was and... important to Gina to make yeah. for her to make that kind of scene, and she did, even though she it like pained her to like cut it out as much as apparently yeah. she. Had I don't even do. remember losing my virginity. I have no. I don't have any. Cause I was How older. Are... I Wait, was I was 24. How old were you? I was in, I was, it was the summer from July. Drop, drop, Were you drugged by Bill Cosby? Yo, listen, bro. I think so. Don't say the C word on the show. Stop saying the C word on this show, okay? You said it like five times. That was the first time it was messed up, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, man. I was like, I was like, what is it? I graduated high school Mm -hmm. going into college. So it was somewhere in that, man, I don't remember, man. Oh, yeah, so you like do, 19. you yeah, liar. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Everyone I don't remember the remembers exact... when they lost it, Richard. I don't because I remember, because I remember, I thought, because I remember, like, as a dude, I thought I was super old. Mm-hmm. So I tried to pretend like it wasn't my first time. Oh, so I remember, no. I remember, I remember trying to make it like a thing because. But you were probably oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, but this is my thing. It's like, this is going to sound so dumb. Okay. <laughs> but I remember, like, in high school, I used to read, like, uh... Penthouse? <laughs> no, I used to read, like, Playboy? Tantric art books. Oh, like Karma uh, Sutra? Yeah, I used to read like Tantric art books. And so like so Oh, I sound so embarrassing. It wasn't that I was just trying I was just trying to pro because it was my first time, so I was trying to prolong long enough that right. it wouldn't be 
too bad. You know right. what I'm saying? I was trying to get. I think I was trying to get to like seven minutes. So like, did you hit seven minutes? I, I, seven I, minutes. I, th- I think I pulled it I feel off. Like that's a long time. For I, yeah, time. for your first time. So I was trying to yeah. pull it off, but it's also really one of those things. That's super. But long. I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think it was good at all because it's like those times of like you're going. Then you take that. You take that long pause, and you just try to like do other stuff, and then trying to wrap up. And so it was like, yeah, in my head, I can't think of it being <laughs> pleasurable so for her. Annoying. So it was like, I can't think of it being pleasurable for her. I, mean, I made the I time. I hate when guys do that. It's like just fucking it, no. learn how to hold it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, I was like, ah. ah. So it was not, but this movie made losing your virginity like so. It was with your best friend that you loved, but you didn't say it yet. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, that was cool. So right. you were nineteen, Jonathan. How are you? Still got it. Wait, what? For real? Oh, for real? <gasps> no. Yeah, man. Y'all know I'm Christian. <laughs> I know, but I still, like, I'm Christian. Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. for you, man. Oh, thank you. I'm 26 years a, old. I thought she was a hoe. Just to remind. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought Bill was a hoe. Hoe. I'm not going to get into the specifics. <laughs> I'm not a full okay, 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 I get virgin. It. I got you. But, yes. I got so you've you. done, like, everything but. Yeah. I, I'm not going to get into <laughs> Why not? Who cares? We're learning. Yeah. My parents are definitely listening to this. Oh, podcast. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, 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 um, um, no, man, but that's things. I feel like as a as a as a man, I feel like that's you're such Russell a, Wilson. That's great. Yeah, you're in a good class of people. Thanks, yeah. guys. No, I mean, dude. I mean, like as, I, I told you, at 19, I felt like terrified that I hadn't had sex yet. Yeah, yeah. I felt I was legit like worried like oh man yeah. i'm gonna get made fun of if i tell like oh. the girl like i just felt like it was just a thing oh, yeah. that was yeah. like well like yeah. I, I mean like my first kiss was like we were saying it was in like college and then any time that i kissed some i never was like oh i've never like really kissed a girl before. yeah, that's yeah. Okay. so anything that i anything that i did i it was at a time where people thought i should know how to do this already uh, did you have a magic pb did you have a magical like uh losing your virginity do you have a magic what a magical losing your virginity was it like I mean, I don't know if I would call it magical because it like <laughs> magical. Was, <laughs> no, I'm saying some people have that. Did a fairy of... come down and annoy you? <laughs> no, was it, it wasn't like you know a boyfriend for like three years or whatever, and, and then I was like, like take, take, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that. But like it was like a very, it was very, really he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see him like every once in a while, like mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it was like a really super sex positive first ex- first experience. So. Yeah, I think I have a pretty healthy outlook. Because in this movie, Sanaa Lathan, like, she chose, like, basically, when they were having sex, she was like, yo. Yeah. It's so great. It was, was like, so yes. feminist yeah. and, the, and baller. Absolutely. I loved it. But also, I feel like used. dudes like that, too, though. It's like, I like I feel like if a woman is taking charge, it's like, cool. Like, I, yeah. like I'm, like i you know, I'm a roll with the bunch of So here. you want to go to be like, come on. And no, I mean, my like, thing is, it'd be cool. It. Yeah, it's like... She, she, it's like she's running the show. It's right. not just like me being. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes as a dude, sometimes like we not become aggressive, but like we become like leading everything. Where it's like, yo, man, let's. This is a partnership. Let's let's time share this. Right. Like, time you know, like I'm gonna do my job share. when it's time, but you can set me up to clock in. You yeah. know, like let's do this together. <laughs> so, um, the strip basketball scene. Oh, that's oh, amazing. That's great. So good. So uh, good. <laughs> the perfect. The blend of love and basketball. Perfect, man. The perfect blend. And the thing is, they both were like attractive people, like Sonata Lathan, even though they try to make her like a tomboy. Yeah. But like, she was like gorgeous. And it's like just seeing them yeah. like strip. I'm like, man. I mean, first off, that scene where like they're making her look pretty for the dance early in the movie, I'm like, basketball players are hot. Okay. Uh, yeah, what's the basketball player now? Oh my God. What is her name? Uh, there's, a, there's a female basketball player right now. Um, she's kind of young. Howard, just kidding. <laughs> 
No, I, Brittany. I, like, no, 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 Brittany. Brittany Griner. I don't know her name. Yeah, she's like the seven foot. But from, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, her. Yeah. But there are a couple. From Baylor, oh, right? Cuties. What is this girl? Um, she's super hot. I'm gonna figure out her name. But like, which also like also I mean, so that was great, and then and then it matched amazingly with the end of the film where they're playing for his heart or whatever, and. uh and Gerard, did you? Oh, cry? okay. All right, guys. So yeah, man. It, like it's like, but I, okay. Like I, like the I, best I, way I have to talk about this though. The best was that Gerard. When we were watching this movie we're, before. You watched, oh, you like, guys watched it together. No, no, no we didn't I, watch it. We I, didn't I, watch I, it together. But like when we picked this movie, and Gerard started watching it, he texted me and he was like, he was like, "Yo, man, I ain't got a girl over here." <laughs> I was mad. Because he was like, mad at me because he wanted to have a girl over to watch this movie with. Yeah, it was so emotional. Well, no, because the thing is, I realized, like, watching it, because, again, like, every black woman I know is like, you got to watch something. That's what, and I put it off for so long, and so I had to watch this movie, like, early in the week, so I was home by myself, and it's like, instantly, I'm talking about after they started wrestling, I was like, damn, man, I'm watching this by myself. Aww. And I almost, I almost, 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 like, sent the text out, but I was like, that's messed up, because I'm just, like, sending out feelers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you like, got to tweet at Black Man Podcast. <laughs> you know, listen, you got <laughs> to watch Love and Basketball with your eyes you know? so you can feel fulfilled. Hell yeah. But no, the, like, the part, <laughs> the part... I'm not gonna lie, I did tear up because like, but I cry. I'm like, I'm a grown man. I can cry, but like why the you part. Why you getting mad at me all of a sudden? I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I looked at you. I don't know why I looked at you. I don't know why I looked at <laughs> you. Real mad. But like, just so you know, though, I don't cry that much. I do. I mean, look, really? I cry, I really man. Don't. I have no emotions. I cry often. I cry often. <laughs> but when she's like, when she when when they get aggressive and then he just starts winning, and because uh, I never saw the movie, so I thought like this. This is one of those movies that it could end on a sour note, it, right. like because it's that yeah. realistic. It could. It was that, man, it was getting real depressing. It was for getting a real. It was getting real yeah, real. Like she was like she got went in with her mom, and her mom was like went in on her, but it was like back and forth. You're like, man, this. I don't know. Like if they're both messed up, like mm-hmm. like him and his dad, and like she like quit like playing out there because she wanted to play, but she was so lonely. Mm-hmm. Like not just because of no she came guy, back to work in a family or friends. Yeah, she came back to work in a bank. He got injured. Yeah, this movie seemed... And then, like, that was a really emotional scene, so... And then she... And then he wins, and, like, she's, like, just sad as hell, and he's like, what about double or nothing? Double or And nothing. I was like, oh! And the thing is, I felt like I was in a movie. You know how sometimes you go see a movie, and it's, like, people just screaming? Yeah. I was like, oh, we did it! We did it! Yeah. You're not an asshole! Yeah. Because yeah. up to that point... He was Up a to dick. that point, he was a dick. Yeah, like he was. <laughs> to be honest, like he was a dick. Like even like when she came back and they saw each other again, right? He's like, "What are you doing? I haven't seen you." Blah blah blah. He pointed out every time he contacted her, she denied him. His girlfriend, Tyra Banks, fiance, shows up. He barely introduces her. It's like, yo, like this dude's an asshole. Then he stalks her for a little bit. It's like, man, what the? You crazy? <laughs> so wait, were you happy that what she got with him? At the I time? mean, the thing is, I was happy because I felt like that was one of those instances where. And I feel like this happens a lot. I feel like women upgrade men, and it's kind of vice versa. Not necessarily. I feel like sometimes men don't always yeah, raise men, their women up. Men downgrade women. I feel. I, I mean, but the thing is, I feel. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it's true though, because you touched on it earlier. It's like women are expected to like you know support the man, where like men actually don't do it to the women. So mm-hmm. I feel like in a relationship, women will upgrade a dude, right. and I feel like it's very rare that a man will upgrade a woman. Like usually, the woman comes in higher status like emotionally like education it's like she's usually better than him mm-hmm. and it was good to me because it's like this dude wasn't better like he wasn't better than her no. she's a better basketball player yeah. she was a smarter person i feel like him... i don't know if she's a better basketball player than him though. No, i think they, they were nah, same he was kind of better i think he was a little bit better oh, okay but but he just injured himself 
Yeah. But he didn't get, but he also didn't get any clock, is what they kept pointing out. It's like he should have stayed in college. Um, I guess he came out. He's too tiny. But she fought, so, but it was like she fought for that relationship. She fought for everything. Like Mm -hmm. he did. You didn't get the sense that he had to fight as much. His dad was an NBA player. Like, yeah, I get that. He kind of had that thing going. So, like, she had to fight for everything. And it was like, seeing that, it's like, oh, men can see themselves in her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just as, like, and women had a, an amazing, like, one of, like, the very few, like, role models to be like, oh, this is a woman who's fighting for everything. Whereas typically, you usually see men are the ones who, like, fighting for things where she had to fight for that relationship mm-hmm. even though you know what i mean so i thought that was great there, there was yeah. and and this movie was the first time i realized that i didn't even realize like the WNBA wasn't a thing until like 96 it wasn't it wasn't when this movie when she That's first so, wrote it yeah, when and she shot first it, wrote it the WNBA didn't, didn't exist. exist she had so to, she go had go to back change the ending it. which yeah. was a much happier ending because it was like a happier like oh great now the WNBA finally here it was like this little tiny subplot of like women who were great at basketball had to go overseas so that mm-hmm. they could actually be respected and, like, earn the money that they, like, should be making. Mm-hmm. Even, and even, and that it's not even true. Like, they're still making less than men, but, like... They were stars. But they right? were stars. They, they at least were got, got to play on a professional level, whereas, like, it was just, like, women just had to play college ball, and then they, and you don't get paid for that, and then after that, you're done. And it was, like, very, like, subtle. It was, like, just... It was in that conversation yeah. between her and her rival... When they sat, which is so yeah, interesting because it was just like oh, the Sidra? two of them, yeah. yeah, they were just sitting down talking, you know, and like briefly the scene starts with them talking about, have you had sex with any dudes here? But it goes into like just playing ball and life after college, which I thought was really cool. Right. It started off talking about a dude. Even the scene with uh, Sanaa and her mom started off talking about a dude, but it morphed into like their relationship. Right. So it was good seeing Sanaa's character have a relationship with her mom. With other women. Yeah. The other women. And then also like her sister. Yeah. And then, like you know, there was that one other girl in the in the college who said she was going to go to international, and she was like, didn't know if she wanted to because yeah. she just didn't know if she wanted to leave her family and friends behind. You're like, yeah, Man, that's, that's that's real. Such a hard decision for to force somebody to make. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird thing. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. Cool. So we're going to get into the swirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about this swirl, y'all. Uh, Phoebe. Uh, this is the thing. This is the you thing. you got to explain what the swirl is. All right. So Phoebe. listen, uh, Phoebe, the swirl is a, a segment I like to do every week okay. because I feel like black men are in movies and sometimes I feel like we're attractive people, you know, and I feel like we're never considered like a sex symbol. So it might be a movie where, you know, you got Eddie as the lead. It's a beautiful white woman in the, in the movie and she and she does not have sex with Eddie. 
I need to see right. them have sex, hug, dry hump on camera. Okay, what you're saying is you just want to because there are tons of black movies where the black guy is obviously the sex. Yeah, symbol. So I want to see want, in a mainstream see, movie. You just want to see a white lady. Fuck I want a black I want dude. a white lady to fuck a black dude <laughs> without it being her wanting to fuck a black dude. You know what I'm saying? I want her to be like, oh, I'm trying to get a taste of chocolate today. I want her just to fuck this dude because he's attractive. You know? Right. Got it. So I do this every week um, to see like, oh, if the lead has. Uh, a hot white chick um, as his co-star Dizzy Asha. In this movie, Love and Basketball, because a love story, there is no white women really in it but the coach of uh, Sanaa's right. team. But I feel like there is a perfect scene for him to have sex with a white woman. So, <laughs> let's Phoebe, travel back. Phoebe's looking very good. What's this scene? Let's travel back in time, okay? <laughs> so, during the movie, uh, 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 with Quincy, Quincy, uh, yeah. Omar, Omar Epps' character, like, he finds out his dad's cheats. So now he goes, he goes to Sanaa, Sanaa's not like, she, she's focused, she has a curfew, so he goes out to a club, and he sees so you want other, him to go hit me out, oh, hit me out. So God. like, he goes out, and he's trying to make, he's trying to make Sanaa jealous. So he finds this other black woman, who is a great actress, she's also in Best Man and all that good stuff. But to me, it's like, you, to me, to make a black woman mad, you fucking white girl, okay? I, I, feel, like, I feel like that's what you do. <laughs> So I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my 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 my, my black women mad. I'm gonna go out and find no, not just a white woman. I'm gonna find a big booty blonde white woman. And I feel like he could have went to the club, found his found his Iggy Azalea, okay, took her home. You know, and her you know what? But it's fake. Listen, listen, it don't matter at a certain point. She just point. want a, a white chick who's trying to look like a black chick, I mean, but listen. still has white skin. That I mean, says listen. way more about you. No, hear me out. No, hear me out. Else. Hear me out. My thing is, if you were having sex with a white woman, he could have found her in that club. Mm-hmm. They could have went back, and mm-hmm. instead of going to breakfast in the morning, he could have had her make French waffles or something. Like, French, oh, do you want some of these French the waffles? What the hell are you talking about? Do you want? Do you want? Do you French want some of these French waffles? Yeah, you mean French toast? No, no, I want there French, French toast. There is French toast, and there are Belgian waffles. French <laughs> toast and <laughs> Belgian waffles. You, ha- you never had no French waffle? What are you? There is there's no, no such thing. You never had a French waffle? No, there's no a such French thing waffle, as a French waffle. French waffle. <laughs> a French waffle is a little bit flatter than a Belgian waffle. It's a little bit. It's like it's like a Waffle House waffle or a Roscoe chicken waffle. No, that makes sense. You're talking about some that makes fake sense, right? ghetto <laughs> that makes sense. It's a little bit wider. It's just a little bit wider, and you can eat more of them. It's like a French <laughs> waffle is absurd. A buttermilk French waffle. She made that buttermilk French waffle. So now I'd be like, I ain't eating this shit. Oh All right, and then she walked out, and then and then and then Quincy would have been extra fucked up for having sex with the uh, white girl and getting a French waffle because it's not a Belgian waffle. <laughs> and it's, you could have made pancakes. All right, you know what? I'm I'm tired of listening to drama. This is Phoebe. absurd. Phoebe, can you do? Oh, baby, you want to do a swirl? If you want to do a swirl, can you do a swirl for Sanaya? Because she is the actual star of this movie. She did a swirl in uh, something new. Yes, but I'm talking about this movie. Let's talk about this movie because I think there's a perfect. There's no white men in the movie. There's no white men in the movie, but Sanaya invented a white woman in this movie. Oh, I I I know what she could have sex with. Where could she have had sex? I think she could have sex with a white man in this movie. I think so too. I think she could have did it when she was in uh in Spain. Dick Vitale. She when she was in Spain. Dick she better not. She better not fuck Dick Vitale. <laughs> she better not. Could you imagine that he had fucking announced the whole thing? <laughs> oh baby, oh baby, we're oh, doing look it. Look at that diaper, oh. dandy. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Drop. That is a terrible. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's it. I'm in. Come on, guys. We're doing it. <laughs> Boom, baby. No, we're not doing. That's not how we, that's not how we do it. 
<laughs> that's not wow. sad. So you mean just have her like bang like a hot Italian dude? Yeah. I think she could have. I think she could have when she was over. I think she could have been. I'm sure she did. She could have been over in it. No, she said she did. She's she she like, did. Mm, I ain't feeling these Spanish, man. She could have got a caramel for her. Maybe that a little butterscotch. Nice. She could have a little caramel. Anyway. Or. So how about you not specifically try to, and I'm saying someone whose boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, is white, not specifically try to find someone. I mean, I agree with that, but I feel yeah. like, I feel like, right, but, I feel like white dudes are taking our sisters, man. To defend Gerard, we're just highlighting it because Hollywood actually has a problem showing like a black man and a white woman having sex on screen. Well, okay. It's not a thing, but it's not a okay. race thing. Yeah, there's Let's many sex scenes. Let's just talk about the movie Hitch. He didn't have... They did not... Oh, for a second I thought you were going to talk about Hancock, and I was like, did Yo. James III no. get to this woman? No, they did not want Will Smith to have a black Boom. female Yes, that is true. That is true. So... That they were true. like, we'll give you Cameron Diaz because she looks white, even though she's... Wait, wait, wait. Well, it, it, was, it, was, it was Eva they, Mendez. It was yeah, Eva no, Mendez. Right, but they were initially courting yes. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, they were trying to get Cameron Diaz. They, and they, like didn't, want white... her, they didn't want her to be white. No, they, they, didn't want, they didn't want a black... Man and a... A black oh, woman. A black, a black woman. woman. So they were like, you, we can't, we're not going to look right. at any black Which actresses. Which is another... Because there's so many freaking race problems in Hollywood. Yeah. Also they didn't want a black woman because they, if there was a black man and a black woman in the lead, then that's a black film. Nobody's going to want to watch it. nobody wants That's what happened out of time. We spoke about... Sanaa Lathan, who's also an out of time. Sanaa Lathan, uh, basically, even Mendez's character in that movie was supposed to be a black woman. I don't know if it was going to be Sanaa Lathan, but because of the same thing, they're like, oh, we can't have uh, uh, Denzel and so like, someone else. So we get replaced by these fucking Latina chicks. Yeah. 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 That, like all the music videos now, thing. they're all Latinas yeah. and white yeah, ladies. Yeah, that's true. And, but and then, was, you know, Latinas have their own problems. They, they got yeah. their own problems. You got to try, right. you know, but th- that's it. There, it's this. That's that intersectionality of freaking racism yeah. happening in Hollywood. There's all these things. You're just like, damn, like, man, we got, man, how, man, we got so much to work in. Well, I know. So it's, 2015. It's, it's crazy because the thing is, even thinking about it right now, it's like, yeah, we're talking about black women and black men in this movie. But like, again, I bring it up. Like, what movie has two Asians led? Like, do we have an Asian superstar, male or female? In I America? think the closest is um, that Ang Lee movie either, that came uh, out, Life of Pi. No, no, it was. Uh, I I don't remember the name of it, but I think it initially had like an NC seventeen rating because there was some oh, wow. like racy sex scenes. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, I wish my cell service worked on it, but if you IMDb angly, it'll be yeah. Because that's my thing. Well, is I like mean, you got. I, mean, I feel like Slumdog Millionaire, yeah. but it's not. I mean, that was. Oh my god, that was that movie was so good. No, that movie was so good. But the thing is, it's, it's tricky because like I feel like. That's I feel like true, in the black man. community as well, we have a lot of things just to work on amongst ourselves, just like right. color-wise, because I feel like we're very color-oriented right. in our community. It's like, yeah. like, I always talk about like growing up, it's like black girls didn't like me because they want a light skin dude so they can have good hair. Uh, Wait, uh, like babies. Tiger? Huh? Not crouching tiger head. No, not crouching no, tiger head. No, give me your phone. Uh, oh, lust. Caution? Yeah, that's the movie. Lust yes. Caution? Yes. I've never seen oh. I've never but, heard of that. But none of the leads are like superstars, but mm-hmm. it was like to right. agents. Yeah, because it's and crazy. having like... Yeah, and Angley had to do Intense it. sex. Yeah, yeah. A- yeah Angley had to do it. Um, okay, we're not talking about Hancock. <laughs> no, we're never. James is here. We're not talking about that movie. James III. So you're just mad because on Scandal, Kerry Washington fucks uh, Scott Foley. And another white dude on the and, show. And, I mean, they're both hot, though. I mean, this is my thing. I'm, like, thing is, don't get me wrong. I'm Ooh. all about interracial dating. My, my only thing that ever is... Bo- the only thing that's ever bothered me is that I feel like it's always been okay in movies... For the white dude 
to date the black woman, but it's rare that you see the black dude dating a white woman. And it's right. like, I'm not trying to put white women on a pedestal, but to me it's like, until you see a black man and a white woman together and it's not about race, I feel like we will never see race, people as equals. Right. Focus is yeah. happened, but the, that... That movie's intense. I should not have seen that with my dad. That was awesome. You still focus with your dad? Yeah, well, it was like where I was home for 4th of July. And, <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, I got this from, what is it? Uh, Redbox. Redbox. Yeah, Redbox. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen those watching. And I was like, this is a comfortable. Wow. But I do like that sex scene existed because it had nothing. It was just right. nothing to do about okay. race. We're going to get to the cause. Oh, Phoebe, you got to tell Phoebe what the cause is. Okay, so this is how we rate our movies mm-hmm. because whatever, these films are great or some of them aren't. Oh, goodness. Anyway, <laughs> we've done some We've done some films. bad movies. But, like what? Um, like a Tyler Perry movie? Barbershop. Barbershop's fun. So listen, oh, we're going to talk about the cause. Oh, baby, baby, no. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's like it's like a movie you can watch on like a lazy yeah, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, um, but we review these films on the cause. Cause being uh, promoting leading black actors in Hollywood in films that are one major motion pictures, not independent films. We understand that Spike Lee freaking. He champions right. everything. He championed this movie, but New Line Cinema also picked it up. Um, and also, they're not like FUBU films, meaning like they're not supposed to be films that are only marketed towards black audiences. They're like universal type films. So we do either a Black Fist, which is like 100%, like, 100%. Thumbs, up, thumbs up, I guess. Uh, a White Palm, like halfway, I guess, and that, or nothing. <laughs> yeah. So. On the count of three, we're going to throw up either what you felt like this film, how this film helped the cause. Like, did it fully help the cause? Did it kind of help the cause? Did it not help the cause? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Great. So on the count of three, we're going to throw up either a fist, a palm, or nothing. Ready, Gerard? I'm ready, man. Phoebe? Mm-hmm. James, our producer? He's Great. ready. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, Ooh, we got three black fists. That's three black fists. We got three black fists. So of course, exciting. that's right. Man, we really get <laughs> three Listen black here, fists. Listen here, of course we're going to do three black fists. I'm going to go first. I gave this movie a black fist because, first of all, Gina Prince Bythewood. I hope I'm saying her name right. Prince I Bythewood. think you are. Well, yeah. I think I think that's. But that's she is a boss. She, she's a yeah. boss. This mm-hmm. this woman is incredible. It is such a crime that she has to fight so hard to make her movies. She kind of doesn't care about it because she's like, she's a fighter. She's going to do it no matter what. She likes fighting for putting, you know, making these types of films. But she's like, she's a a boss to women and she's a boss to minorities, uh, especially black folk. She's putting black people in, in their in movies. She's giving them chances that other studios like won't give them. She's fighting for them specifically. She actually tweeted at Netflix recently. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were they were throwing shade to Beyond the Lights. Yeah, they like Wait, Beyond the Lights. Like if you like if you like liked Beyond the Lights, it was like more like this, and it was like black movies. Like oh. instead of like she was like, why isn't this like with like Notting Hill or other romantic, you know what I mean? Like oh. or like sports drama kind of thing. They were like putting her. It was like the only things that other films had in common were that they had an all black cast. Oh, that's yeah. messed up. Which, but that's like how, that is what happens. Like Hollywood and people in their minds, they just see that. It. It's just like, it's we have programmed, Hollywood has programmed us to think like if I see a movie 
if I see a movie poster and it's all black people, oh, that movie's for black people. It's not for me if I'm white, mm. which is messed up. Like to think like, oh, maybe that movie, who knows what that movie's about? If just because you're seeing black faces or faces that are not white, doesn't mean that the movie is not for white people. Um, anyway, so, but this movie, and this movie was just so excellently done. There were so many great moments in it. I love the fact that it was middle-class black families. I love that the fathers were there, that even even though that one father cheated, like, they were still there. Like, they had, like, and it wasn't, like, this, like, tr- these tropes that, like, I think one of the reasons when she was trying to make this movie, it was hard for her to get made because they told her, so many studios told her, this movie isn't uh, hard and, or it's not, it's too it's, soft. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, what does that mean? Oh, it's too soft because you're not talking about like gang violence and bo- you know what I mean. Like, oh, this isn't Boys in the Hood. The only black films that we can promote are films that talk about gang violence and like living in the urban, like poor areas. Like, mm-hmm. so anyway, so um, and it wasn't like we, <laughs> you know what I mean. So um, anyway, that's why I gave this movie a fist. Phoebe, what do you think? Why'd you do it? This is all that stuff. No, it was just, it was really well done and it's a moving story and all the characters were three dimensional. Uh, it was a really good drama that makes you laugh sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like really cool, kind of like one of a kind story that you haven't seen sure. before that and haven't really seen since. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why I gave it a fist because I was like, this is just a movie about two people I feel like race I mean it might have been one or two comments on it maybe but I can't think of any right now so it was like yeah, it, barely, it didn't barely it didn't play any point in this movie nope. it had a uh, black female director which I mean in all honesty it's it's crazy to me that I only can really think of three black female directors right now and it's like that, that's, that's sad yeah. as hell because this movie was a hit when it came out it was a big deal I mean if you look at the people in this movie just the side characters Tyra Banks is in this. Boris Cujo's in this movie. Gabriel, um, Gabriel Union. Gabriel Union's in this movie. And then, uh, I'm, I feel so bad for not remembering her name, but the woman that Omar Epps, I guess, cheats with. Oh, yeah, uh, she was in Best Man Holiday. Yeah, have like, you seen that? I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I cried a lot. But, like, she's, like, she has been in a bunch of movies, and it's mm-hmm. just interesting to me that, that you know, it it was such a hard fight for her to get this movie made. And still, I feel like she had to fight to get Beyond the Lights made in 2014, which is crazy. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just, I just like that this movie just had... I, I like this and I was the lead, and it didn't make her into the, the girl who acts like a dude. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people do that to make it edgy. It's like, oh, no, she just wants to play ball. She just wants to be one of the bros. It's like, no, she played ball. But then she also had emotions. And then Omar Epps, even though his character started off as a dick, I feel like towards the end of the movie, he actually grew. Mm-hmm. And it was good to see, like, I mean, because as a man, like, if you would have met me when I was first in New York, I was an asshole with almost everybody. And it's like, yeah. you you learn shit, you know? And I'm, I'm happy he learned. And I'm happy that it was a point where, like, sh- her fight for him, he could realize it at one point. And it was like, I'm happy she kept fighting. And I'm happy he understood at one point that, like, man, I'm... I need to listen to this woman, you know? And I also love at the end of how he's in the audience while she's playing yeah, basketball. Yeah, exactly, with the kid. And he's watching their baby. That's yeah. Right. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Watch that kid while I go yeah. work. Bye. <laughs> yeah, no, great. I mean, that's true. It's and it's great. like, 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 mm, realize that it was girl technically, power. it's three black dads in this movie. <laughs> three black dads. Three black dads. And even the dad that cheats gave a fuck about it. So he really cared about his son, yeah. even though he messed up. So it's good to see. I mean, some people got dads, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, that's right, man. Um, cool. 
Phoebe, thank you. Thank you so much for, you for coming, coming hanging out. out. I hope you guys enjoyed me. Yeah, oh my girl, goodness. you better stop playing. We, I like are you this. kidding me? This episode's probably like an hour and a half. Because and I'm excited so about it because we all oh, we learned about experiences. Yeah, you know exactly. It was good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because um, you know, man, we we three three black dudes talking about this stuff, but we need some more sisters in this place talking. And we also, I fully support other podcasts being made that talk about these issues. And like like we said, like we brought up like Asians, Latinos, like. There are we're dealing with one specific issue because that's our perspective. That's yeah. where we're coming from. But we do acknowledge and know that there are other fights that are happening simultaneously. All those fights need to happen at the same time. So right. Um, right now, let's get to some plugs. Some plugs. Coo coo coo. So Phoebe, would you like to plug anything? Sure. Um, so the third Wednesday of every month at Union Hall in Brooklyn, Jessica Williams from The Daily Show and I run a stand-up show at 8 p.m. Uh, so you guys should come out to that. Yes. That sounds um, amazing. What's it called? It's called Blaria, but okay. we're going to change the name because we have some stuff in the works I can't talk about yet. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, but there is a big birthday show that we're doing because uh, I turned 31 on September 28th. Oh, snap. Okay. So we're going to have like a huge birthday show at the Bell House. Are we invited? I know. Can we come? Yes. Uh, she, oh, she, 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 first she was like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> no, of course you guys come. Um, so tickets have not gone on sale for that yet, I don't believe. But mark your calendar, September 28th, 8 p.m. at the Bell House, me, Jessica Williams, special guest we can't list, Ooh. and then other people. Oh, that sounds hot. Yeah, it'll be fun. Great. And also, I have a book coming out next year. Oh, get oh out. congrats. Uh, thank you. And can people follow you on Twitter? Yes, at P. Robinson Comedy. P. Robinson P. comedy. I hate that. I hate it, but <laughs> <laughs> someone took Phoebe Robinson, didn't they? It's like some Asian girl has Phoebe. Robinson. Oh, that's not real. Come on, <laughs> I know. these Asian girls taking our. No, I'm just I know. <laughs> Asian girls taking <laughs> our Twitter. Jarrah, uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, you know, I, I'm not good with social media, so um, all you, I ask, all so I ask, terrible. is that if you see me in the street, oh, you know, so if you see me in the street, uh, just ask me, you know, hey. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Why would you? So why did you have a French waffle? Uh, I listen. I listen. I didn't <laughs> have a French waffle this morning. Uh, I got here really early for this taping, so I got a uh, steak and eggs. But um, have you seen me? You know, why did you say that sexually? Why did I say sexually? And you like hell eye contact. You. I wasn't trying to. Virginal Jonathan over here. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to seduce him, man. I wasn't trying to say it in such a way. I was trying to say. All right, so Gerard, for whatever reason, is bad at social media. James, what are you? Oh, oh, and I call you James. It's the first time. Oh, I'm sorry. I called you another black man that's not here. So you guys can follow me on Twitter at John Braylock. That's J O N B R A Y L O C K. JohnBraylock.com. I got some videos up. That's where my shows are. Me and Jarrah, Jarrah always forgets to plug oh, this, yeah. <laughs> perform on a, a UCB Upright Citizens Brigade uh, Theater uh, a Lloyd team. Uh, Lisa from school. Lisa from school, the East Village. That's every other Wednesday. So you can check UCB's website for that. That's also New York. Um, and uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but you guys can follow us on Twitter. Oh, and you can follow us on Twitter at Black Men Podcast. Oh, oh, and don't forget um, or Instagram Black Men Podcast. Don't forget the hashtag though. If you're on um, um, on Twitter uh, for Giraffe, because I am single, so if y'all trying to get coffee and we can talk about movies, <laughs> you know, you don't do it. So if you 
I never, I never felt, we're not even doing anything. He's just laughing because he realized how ridiculous. I never felt nervous about this before until like BB said it. It's not even about thirst. It's just like I like to get no people. You know. Okay, listen. You can also rate. Rate, do us a huge favor. We've been like doing pretty well in the charts, charts, iTunes charts since it oh, came out. Um, but uh, we need to keep it up. So if you guys can please rate and review us on iTunes, um, tweet at us, like all this stuff. It's, yeah. It'll be it'll be so helpful, and and we love to hear from you. We love to hear how you guys are uh, uh, enjoying it, and what other movies you want us to do, and all that good stuff. Okay, hold up. Hold oh, up. what the hell? Hey, what's James Third. Yeah. Where'd you come from? I, well, I just, I had a feeling that you guys were going to get my plugs wrong, so I just needed to show up. So you just came at the end? I just came at the end. Yeah, Phoebe isn't here anymore. Phoebe left. I'm going to take care of this. We recorded Um, your plugs wrong. Well, yes. So these are are where you can find me online. James Third Comedy. Okay. All social media. JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is 3RD. I thought your name was James The Third. That is my name. But online... (laughs) Just James Third, just James. There's no the. I'm the. confused. What? This is not confusing. Stop no. confusing the listener. <laughs> this is not confusing at all. James Third comedy. James Three RD. Three RD comedy. Yes. Great. Any other plugs? That's it. That's it. That's all I have. Cool, man. Guys, next week we are mm. doing the, our first Sydney Portier Portier film. Portier. Uh, in the heat of the night. Yes. In oh, the heat of the night. Can I? Can I do the famous line from it? No. No, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it in the episode next week, but next week we have a very special guest. Wait, we got a guest next week, too? We got a guest next week, too. And we are going to tell you right now who it is on the count of three. Are you guys ready? I mean, I, I don't know if I can do it. I feel the pressure. But I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> One, two, three. Keegan, Keegan Michael, Michael. Guys, Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peel. We got Key on the show. Key. We got Key. From Mad TV, from Fargo. From Man, they do a pitch perfect. Oh, oh my two. Upcoming <laughs> movie, Keanu coming out in mm-hmm. April. Yes. Made an appearance on Wet Hot American Summer, the new ones. What, no, that was Peel. Peel. Oh, that was you Peel. racist. You so racist. That's they're the good. same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say that to Key. Uh, so yeah, Keegan Michael Key is going to be on the show. So tell all of your friends. Yes. Let them know. Let them know. It's a very special black man. Catch and up. it's one of the longest episodes we've ever. Oh, heard. but it's good. It's all good it's stuff. All, good. all right. So in the heat of the night, check it out. You, you know, you can pay for it legally. On like Amazon or iTunes. I mean, or you could or illegally. There's an illegal YouTube version. That is still I'm just, pretty good. I'm just is saying. Is the whole thing illegally on YouTube? It, the whole it, thing the whole is thing's pretty, pretty, pretty good on YouTube. Why did I? But 1967. I, I mean. told you it was on YouTube. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. because we. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. We'll see you next week with Keith. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 
What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 